Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation, where today we're talking about doing what is right in the eyes of both the Lord and the eyes of man. And we're going to be taking a look at this scripture today from Corinthians, where Paul talks about he's taking pains. He's, he's wanting to do the right thing, to do what is right both in the eyes of the Lord, but also in the eyes of man. And he's taking care to do that. So we're going to be asking for God to help us today. To help us to walk in this, to do what is right both in his eyes and in the eyes of people. We're going to be asking for his help with that today. But let's go through our filters for today. And then we'll get into our time of communion after that. So these filters are short things that I write at the top of my journal every night. As a way to help me stay in rhythm with God, to stay in sync with him. And as a way to filter my decision making. Give me little nudges back in the right direction just in case I ever get off track. And I like to start with the big picture vision. For me personally, that's Abundant Life Training Centers all over the world, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. Our program, the Abundant Life Blueprint, it started about 10 years ago when Proverbs 13, 22 changed the course of my life. It says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse inspired me to start creating lessons and manuals and teaching for all the different areas of life. But when I got started, I had no clue where to start. So I began to seek after God, began to totally immerse myself in the things of God. He began to show up, began to teach me, began to train me. He taught me this whole new way to live, a completely different realm of living that I'd never known before. Where we walk in the light as he is in the light. We learn how to rest and trust in him. We learn how to do things his way. Now, that wasn't always easy all the time. Man had to unlearn some things, let go of some old ways, learn how to walk this thing out. And I just began to document what I was learning and the things that I was going through. And it turned into a series of books and courses and blueprints that we have now called the Abundant Life Blueprint. And the goal is to take these blueprints and build Abundant Life training centers all over the world that are implementing these blueprints. Thriving communities of people who are working together in unity making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And then this year in 2022, our filter has been the year of the beautiful land. In the Old Testament, God told the people he was going to give them the best and most beautiful land in the entire world. And that was going to be their inheritance. And that's symbolic for us, of this rich inheritance that we have in Christ. All the promised land, the promises that God has given us in Christ. And this year, God's been teaching us how to Possess that land, how to walk in those promises by filling up the basket of praise. And we've talked about the example of two baskets on a balancing scale. On one side, you got a basket full of the issues and problems that we face. And we could fill that basket up with venting and complaining and pouting, toiling away in our mind, trying to figure everything out. Or we could throw those problems into the basket. We can turn around and we can start filling up the other basket, the basket of praise. Praising God for who he is. He's our healer. He's our provider. He's more than enough. He's the God of all hope, the God of all peace, the God of all comfort, the God of all grace. He's light. He is love. He's full of steadfast love and compassion and grace and mercy. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the Lord Almighty. We could praise him for all the promises that we have in Christ. Because for whatever promise or problem we threw into that other basket there's a promise that god has for us 
And as we start filling up that basket of praise, helps us to receive those promises and to walk in them. And then we can keep praising him for all that he's done in our lives to help us keep those things and hang on to them. And then this year, or this month in November of 2022, our filter has been recording your journey. I believe recording your journey is one of the greatest things we can do in our walk of faith. Helps us to get better, helps us to have a source of encouragement, helps us to track our progress over time. In the Old Testament, God told Moses, I want you to record the stages and phases in your journey to the promised land. All along our journey, there's stages and phases. And right now, as we go through the yearly cycle, think of the yearly cycle like a, a circle of a year, a 360-degree view of who God is and all that he's done for us in Christ. This time right now in early November is often a major time of transitions. And it's important to record our journey through those transitions, I believe. And right now, we're in the transition. We're in the fall. We're getting ready to move into wintertime. We went through the heat of the year. And now we're experiencing a cooling down as we transition toward winter. And this cooling down right now is a reminder for us that sometimes God will slow things down. And he slows it down. Sometimes we get the tendency to get frustrated, to get impatient. But we've got to remember, he's working it all together for our good. He's slowing it down on purpose so that nothing tears, nothing breaks. The timing is perfect. The timing is beautiful. And as we go through these times of decisions, or times of transitions, there will be decisions to make along the path. And as we make those important decisions, I believe it's important for us to do, to do what's right in the eyes of the Lord, but also right in the eyes of people as well. We want both. Let's take a look at the scripture today. This passage of scripture is coming right after Paul's talking about the people gave a generous gift. They gave generously. And now he says, we are taking pains to do what is right, not only in the eyes of the Lord, but also in the eyes of man. They want to take that gift, and he wants to administer it the right way. So the way that they do it is right in the eyes of the Lord, but also right in the eyes of the people. I think sometimes we get off track because we only get one of these or the other. We want both at the same time. And so we're going to take communion asking God to help us with this. Why do we take communion every day? In my own journey with God, one of the things I feel like he began to teach me is that the most important thing is daily communion with him. Jesus says, as often as you do this, remember me. The Apostle Paul says, every time you take communion, you're proclaiming the death of Jesus. And in the case of a will or an inheritance, nothing happens until you prove the death. So in a way, communion is like an activation that sets in motion all the benefits of this new covenant. And as we take communion today, it's going to be a time, a marker in time, to believe we receive God's help. That he's helping us to do what's right in his eyes, but also the eyes of people as well. And so Heavenly Father, we're asking for your help. Then in all the areas of our life, you would help us to do what is right, not only in your eyes, but also in the eyes of man as well. Just to do things the right way. Help us to discern that and to know that and to walk in this consistently. 
And we think of the night Jesus was betrayed. He took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Just take a moment to remember God sent us Jesus. He didn't have to, but he chose to. Love is a choice. He chose to love us. He chose to give us his grace. We'd all missed it. We'd all gone astray and God laid upon him the punishment that we deserved. And by his stripes, we've been healed. His body was broken. He was crushed. He was bruised. He was destroyed. He was smitten by God. So that we could be right and holy and perfect in his sight. All through his one sacrifice. And God raised him up from the dead and seated him at his right hand. And he raised us up together with him, made us sit together with him. He made us one with him. And communion is supposed to be a celebration of our union with God. Being joined together as one with him. Our union, communion, common union. It's an opportunity for us to celebrate that today. So Heavenly Father, I thank you for this bread. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, pour it out for the forgiveness of sins for many. And it's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness. And transfers us into the light. Into the kingdom of your dear son. His blood washes us and cleanses us. Gives us a fresh start in life. We get to walk out this day today in a covenant relationship with God. So Father, I thank you for this cup. And ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your juice, you can take your juice. All right, let's talk about some application into physical health, health and fitness. So one of the things you'll see is that I was guilty of this for a long time. We try to eat better. And then you become that person that you're on the diet and you go out to eat with people. And you're kind of disrespectful because you won't eat the food that's served before you. We want to do what's right in the eyes of God and the eyes of people as well. We don't want to make anybody else stumble. And so learning to walk in this consistently, where we walk in love in the area of health and fitness. Heavenly Father, we're asking that you to teach us how to do that. But I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to be a part of what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you can go to the Abundant Life Training Center.com.